Welcome to the Movement PT Coffee Cast, where we sit down and talk about physical therapy, health, and whatever else comes to mind during our coffee-infused conversations. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Movement PT Coffee Cast. My name is Dalton, and with me, as always, is my beautifully bearded friend, William. William, how are we doing today? Doing good. I got the most uh, professional setup out there. I mean, doesn't get be- doesn't get better. Chilling here on a box with my computer and some dead plants beside me. <laughs> Dude, it's like <laughs> just the sign of the current times that we are in right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, how are yeah, you how- doing? I'm I'm all right, man. I'm I'm day four of like the social distancing thing, and and I'm doing okay. I've definitely consumed like twice the amount of coffee that I normally consume, <laughs> which I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing. But uh, spirits are high. the The ability to con- communicate through the the internet is keeping me me happy. I can see your face, and we can talk about cool <laughs> stuff on the podcast. So it's good. Well, we can really see our guest face. <laughs> yeah, he's well lit. <laughs> um, we, will, we will bring on our guest in that note. So today we are sitting down and we're talking with Isaac Morgado. He is a gym owner. Um, he owns Movement Strength, which is the gym that I am part of. You guys have probably heard me talk about it before. Um, he's also a man of many different talents. You know, he, he's a coach. He's a weightlifter. He podcasts. He, rumor has it, he was like partner to Steve Jobs at Apple at one point in time. So there's a, there's a lot of amazing things that we have um, going on with our guests today. So we'll bring them on in. Isaac, how are you doing? I'm doing so well. And uh, yes, I am well lit. Now that I'm going to be like a, a virtual business owner, I went and bought a, a sweet halo light. So if the whole gym thing doesn't work out, at least I can start doing people's makeup tutorials on Instagram. So I'm all set, man. Dude, Pivot pivoting pivoting with the times <laughs> always um thanks for hopping on with us i just want you to do like a little bit of intro into like yourself um and then where you're currently at with like with movement strength and all that good stuff yeah sure so um i'm one of the owners of a gym called movement strength as as dalton mentioned we've been in existence in a physical realm for about two and a half years now and um yeah our, our sort of specialty is this more small class size, very personalized. Um, we don't necessarily think that fitness is a, a one size fit all. Um, so although we do have things like group classes, we really try to focus more on creating customized, personalized programs for people. So um, that you guys preach about, like if, if someone is injured, we don't want them to necessarily just sit on the couch and do nothing. Uh, we still want them to do what they can. So we ensure our programs allow people to do just that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't want to go too, too much in the specifics of everything, but uh, when we think of the business model that we've uh, been focusing on over the past two and a half years, when we think of the current predicament that the majority of gyms are in or the majority of just business in general is in, um, it's really helped us out uh, that like we can make the transition into more of this remote type feel and it's not a huge shock for our members. So the transition was, was pretty seamless and, and uh, you know, the, the retention of the members was really high and more importantly than anything, just the overall 
um, feedback from everybody has been super, super good. So um, I know that's going to be a big topic is like what we're doing for our members currently. But uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I got to say. It's a good gym. If you're in London, check it out. Shameless plug. Oh, and buy, uh, and buy Movements PTS coffee. It's really good too. This guy's, this guy's <laughs> plugging early, early in the episode. Um, yeah, we definitely will dive into that. I think something that I want to talk about before is just kind of obviously fitness and health is like a big part of your life. Like what kind of drew you towards fitness and health? Um, and, and what about it has continued to like make it something that you're passionate about? Sure. So I was, uh, I was always like a really little guy in uh well throughout my entire life and not that i'm big now i'm, I'm making it seem like I'm, I'm massively jacked but i've uh, i was a long distance runner um through high school and throughout university and um i weighed about 105 110 pounds in my second year university which is fine right that was that was good for for my sport um but I started to focus a lot more on, on just weight training, going to the gym consistently. And I saw not only my body change, but a big change in my mindset. Um, it helped with everything. My grades went up. Uh, I got a girlfriend. That was cool. Who's now my wife. Um, so it, it, it just had such a big impact in my life. And I'm like, do you know what? When I grow up, I want to I own a gym. So um, started this this gym with the whole thought of if it made such a difference in my life if i can just do that to one two three four five people i'm changing the world in a sense so um when i think what keeps me going is just the fact that like we we get feedback constantly from from members about how you know how our movement is changing their life and i mean how would that not sort of amp you up right so we hear that on the daily which kind of keeps me motivated and wanting to help people on the daily as well. Something I was curious about is like when you guys started movement strength, what did you want to be different about it? Yeah. Uh, it's funny you say that I was just doing a presentation for some, uh, for some small business owners that are looking to get started. And I think we did what the majority of small business owners do, which is we saw a void in the market and we're like, hey, let's go and fill that void. And that void was more of that personalized programming approach. Um, there weren't a lot of gyms doing that. So we did what most people did. And we went and surveyed a bunch of other gym, uh, other gym members from different gyms and asked them what they wanted. And everyone's like, small class sizes, amazing coaching, all these things. Um, so that's sort of what, what we created from all that feedback. And then we soon, we soon realized like, all right, we're still not that different from other gyms out there. So that's when we really started to um, focus more on like the whole personalized approach of things. So um, it was just based off of feedback that we heard from other people out there. And then just where we figured the market was going with more of this digital online presence. Yeah, no, that's definitely, that's interesting to hear you say, because I feel like a lot of people start out with one idea and then you know it transforms into something sure. else and i think you know being involved with what you guys have been doing over the last little bit is like i've even been able to see kind of that transition um in terms of how you give like how your services are consumed if that makes sense like going more away from being sure. just focused on in the gym group classes to like how you would describe as like this individual design type program. Um, the one thing though, that I think has remained like very consistent throughout this whole time period 
even like transitioning to different ways people consume your services is like this idea of, of community. And I think like that word gets thrown around quite often in the gym space. Everyone, everyone has the best community. Right. And, and, and rightfully so. I think, I think everyone has an individual, uh, like community that's valuable to them. Um, but what, what does community mean to like to you and like the members at movement strength? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I've always sort of, um, run my business with the thought that culture eats strategy for breakfast. So things need to be, yeah, man, that's a, that's a, that's an Apple quote right there for you. Um, but, uh, yeah, with that mentality, we have to have strong cultural, um, beliefs with all of the owners first, right. Or all of your frontline staff. Um, so from ownership, I need to be able to openly and easily communicate my vision down to my, my coaches and then my coaches need to be able to easily communicate that vision down to our members. And the vision and purpose doesn't need to be complex. Like I think for us, all the coaches, although they might not necessarily know our, uh, our, our mission or our, our, our vision statements, things like that, I do know what they do know is that our biggest focus at the end of the day is just customer service. Like we are a customer service focused business first and a gym second. So even if you can't tell me what my mission statement is, as long as you know at the end of the day, like you do what's going to put a, a smile on that customer's face, that's the priority. So with all that being said, when we focus on the member, that's what makes a really strong culture. So if I think, hey, um, although it's Christmas Eve and there's nothing more I'd rather do than just not go to the gym, um, drink Baileys and coffee at home and just relax, I know deep down inside, hey, maybe there's still some of my members that, uh, that want to go and sweat. So I'm going to make that sacrifice. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to open it up myself. I'm going to run a class for the people um, and kind of putting myself second at times, if, if that makes sense. So uh, at the end of the day, man, the way you get a really strong culture is just focus on customer service. That's everybody's primary focus in any small business. My thoughts anyways. That's cool. It's like there's something... I like how you're talking about how like you guys obviously have your mission statements and your values and all that. Um, everybody doesn't necessarily have that, but for, for me, like I've been around you guys a little bit and you can tell that, that there's something different about the kind of culture and the way you guys just go about your classes and that sort of thing. Like, um, just, just something as simple as like every class is not meant to just destroy you. Yeah. You know, like, you can feel that you guys are aiming for a different thing uh, than some other gyms and the way you kind of go about prescribing the exercises and describing, you know, how the intensity should be and that sort of thing. That's what I, I notice, uh, even just being in there a little bit, yeah. you know, and that's not necessarily just reading your values, but you get a sense of what you're about through the way that you guys coach. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's true. Right. I mean, um, it, it, it's difficult that the majority of people will be attracted to a gym for the fitness aspect, even though the fitness aspect is the smallest portion of what someone needs to focus on to make a change in their life. Like it's more about consistency, nutrition, things like that. So, um, you know, do what you need to do to get people in the door. If that's, saying that, yeah, you're going to sweat every single day like crazy. Cool. Let's introduce them to the world and then actually give them what they need, which is a solid program. That's not going to just destroy them every single day. Right. And when we think of just our membership in general, if someone wants to leave, go ahead, like 
if you want to, if, if we're not doing a great job of retaining a client or they're not enjoying their time at movement strength, I'm never going to force someone to stay in their contract. Is that bad business? Probably. But what that does mean is that there's none of these, these bad apples in our community because if they don't enjoy it, they can just go ahead and go somewhere else. And I don't mean that in a, in a cocky way. I mean it as, you know, trying to, trying to protect the culture that we have is the main importance and it just takes, you know, one bad apple through the bunch. Yeah. And that, and that, that's something that I really took away from, from being around you and, and, and the, obviously the other guys at movement. And you said something one time that like really, really, and it sticks, still sticks with me to this day is like, you were talking about how you're interacting with like, like a new member and you had mentioned something along the lines of like, you can fire them. And yeah. I was just like, damn, this guy must be making million if he's just firing people. <laughs> but it, but it's true though. It's like, and I, I respect that a lot about, about you guys is like, if there's someone that doesn't fit the community or the culture that you're trying to, to build, like you're not afraid to ask them to leave. And I yeah. think that is something that's really powerful. And the one thing that, I mean, I always hear from other people in the gym is like, I can't believe like how, how great all these people are. And I can't believe how like everyone's like thinking the same way or like on the same page. And, and I think people just assume like that happens, like yeah. it just naturally happens, but, but it doesn't like, this is no. something that you've guys, you guys have created. And I guess my question on that is like, what, like, what are ways that you go about doing that? Because I don't think people really think about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I don't, it's, it's a, it's a tough question to answer. I feel like it's just so ingrained in our culture. Um, hi, if we start at the very top, right? So we have myself, uh, Will and Luke, we're all, all three owners. What's different about our gym is the ownership isn't all just, we're not all just people who have massive fitness backgrounds. My background is business. I graduated from a, with a degree in marketing and information systems. So I am a, I'm a business guy first, a fitness trainer second. So when we think of creating the whole business, that was sort of my, my baby. And then we have Luke, whose primary function is talking with potential clients coming into the gym, explaining how our gym works. And then when we look at Will, Will's main focus is the fulfillment side of things. So creating the program, um, uh, focusing on more of the retention strategy, strategies with our, with our members, things like that. So because everything is divided between the three of us, first off, we're not bumping heads, but we can really stay in our lanes and ensure that we're creating an unparalleled experience for our people. So if you just have one owner and that owner only knows fitness, maybe he doesn't know about retention strategies and retention strategies at the end of the day are how you create a really solid community and a really solid culture. So, um, you know, it started with us and then it's just about hiring people who are just as passionate as we are. And we don't think they need to have these massive fitness backgrounds. The majority of our coaches that we brought on had no fitness backgrounds and we taught them what they needed to know because you can teach someone, um, you know, once again, you can teach someone strategy, but you can't really teach someone culture. So we, we hire on culture and teach strategy. Yeah, that's huge. I guess it really comes back down to prioritizing like customer experience over anything. hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that Is came just for, okay sorry. Is your cat okay? Yeah. Sorry. I just keep on looking. <laughs> uh, just so viewers know, or listeners, um, my cat just had like surgery and he has a cone 
on his head right now, but I need to make sure that he's still not going to attack his tail. So I keep on looking over. I'm not, not <laughs> listening to you guys. Um, this guy just cares a lot. Yeah. I just care about cats. everybody. He cares That's about the customers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have forty rescue cats at home just because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think oftentimes it's the other way around. Like you know, people are hiring based off of like not off of culture first and off of like ability sure. or like the letters behind their name. Which I don't think there's. I mean, it depends on what you want to value, right? And I think you guys have gone sure on like we want to be about the people we want to build culture i think the cool thing about going off culture first is like you're getting these people that fit your your community and your culture and then right. you're you're teaching them the ways that you want to like let's say coach so like the the tactical style of things so yeah. i think why you guys are so successful at it is that you have a really good you have people on your staff like will and luke and you who have good backgrounds in like let's say that the strategic side of fitness and how to coach and how to move yeah. so you can then educate your coaches in-house on how to do so the way that you want to do it and then it's delivering on both ends like you're delivering on the customer service because you know you hired good people and then two yeah. you're coaching the people about the systems and the strategies and the tactics that like you want to be portrayed to your members yeah. from a fitness standpoint or a nutrition standpoint. Yeah, for sure. It's all about experience, right? If you, maybe you don't necessarily have the knowledge, but you provide an amazing experience to your customers, chances are you're going to go back. Think of like, if we want to use coffee as the analogy, we have Starbucks, then we have a bunch of local small coffee shops. The local small coffee shops are always going to make a better cup of coffee. But why is it that Starbucks is always busier? Because it's consistent. It's about the experience. You know what you're getting. And I think that's, that's so important, even just from a small business standpoint, you need to make sure the experience that you're providing your customers is first off what they want, but also consistent and unparalleled in whatever industry you're in. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think, I think obviously during like these current times that we're in with like, you know, businesses shutting their doors, like yeah. pivoting, like gyms specifically pivoting to like something. Cause they're like, well, what do we do now? So like, yeah. obviously a lot of people, if you've been paying attention to like Instagram or Facebook, like you've seen a lot of people pivoting towards this online strategy, right. And yeah. like virtual, virtual exercise. So do you think like having that strong rooted culture and community has really helped this transition to the online platform and the virtual way of like giving fitness? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I think it's still really early to tell. Um, but we, uh, I don't know. Do you want me to talk about like sort of what we've done to, to transition everybody over? Is that, yeah, you can talk about whatever. Yeah. Take it wherever you cool. want. Yeah. Okay. So, um, on the Sunday, uh, I forget the date. Let's just say it's March 13th. I don't know if it is, but we'll call it that day anyways. Um, we had a, an idea that we would most likely have to be shutting our doors. So in preparation for that, we called every single one of our members. Okay. So this was on the Sunday. We called every single member. It wasn't about selling them anything. It wasn't about telling them for certain what we're doing. It was more of like just the fact to show we cared, asking how their families are, asking if anyone is feeling ill, asking if there's anything that we can do to support them. Um, and everyone was just very, very obviously um, open to those ideas and very grateful that um, we were reaching out to them. Okay. So that was on Sunday. 
Sunday night, we knew that we were going to have to close on Monday. We're like, okay, it's, it's inevitable. We're closing Monday. Um, so Monday when we closed, we called every single customer again. Um, and that conversation was a little bit different. That was just telling them what we were going to be doing for them going forward, which was more of that remote program. Um, but the conversation, we didn't even talk about fitness. Like if you go on Instagram or Facebook right now, there's 10,000 different people doing live Facebook, uh, fitness classes, right? We talked more about the accountability of like, Hey, we're going to have open office hour zoom calls. There's going to be no topics we're covering. It's literally, so you could just hop on and talk to your friends at the gym. Like, let's try to keep the community alive. Right. So, um, because of our, our strong community, as you, as you mentioned, because of our strong community and our solid culture, everyone was so open that they're like, yeah, like don't even, don't even worry about us canceling our membership. Like you guys don't need to be doing this. Like we want to help you through this transition. And, um, there's people who are just so grateful. Our Instagram and our, and our Facebook is like blowing up. We have a ton of different, you know, tags and, um, mentions every day, way more than we have in the past. So, um, people sharing the different offers that we have right now, everything. So it's the, the support has been overwhelming and I do strongly feel that it is because of that strong sense of community that we've had. Oh, there, there's the cat. There's the cat. What's, what's, yeah. Which one is it again? What's the name? Simao. Simao. Simao oh, Sambrosa Morgato. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's got a middle name too. It does. It does. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Will. Sorry. I was just going to say that's, that's cool. Like I think the, the fact that you guys, you know, called everybody and focused on just kind of checking in with everybody. Yeah. It, it just is sort of a testament to what you're about. Um, and just recognizing that, yeah, it's not just about the workouts. No, you know, it, it's also like people go to the gym to see everybody and get out of the house and for sure you know, be around all their friends. And that's like a, you know, I, I'm not sure if my head would have necessarily gone there right away. Yeah. If I'm being honest, but yeah. Um, now that you've mentioned it, it's like, it's so obvious that that's an important thing. It's cool that you guys are doing that. Yeah. It's, it's a social gathering place, especially smaller boutique style gyms and not to hop on this bandwagon, but like if there are any gym owners listening to this, don't have a pity party right now about your gym being closed down. Like first off, be grateful. Sorry, my voice. I'm like starting to yell. First like off, it. Yeah, let's go. First off, be grateful that you're in an industry where you can actually run an online business. Like people don't need to come into your location. You can still do everything remotely. We don't hear too many things about like dentist office complaining. Like think of how happy people are right now that they don't need to go to a dentist office. I mean, if you're a dentist listening, I mean, all the power to you. I love you guys. But like that's an industry. Those are industries that should be super upset. So if you're a gym and you're throwing this pity party, like stop it. <laughs> no, it's true. And like what what's the alternative? Like, you know, yeah. Like- just, just try and figure it out. And this is why, again, coming back to like being a smaller, a smaller gym and, and building that community and building that culture and why I think the fitness industry and even, and we can relate it to physio as well. Why sure. I think these things are changing and, and smaller like gyms, like movement strength or, or clinics are going to have more value is for this exact reason. And it's nothing against like big corps, like, you know, like against good life or, or like against a big corporation in, yeah. in physio. But 
when it comes down to like tr- do these situations, it is hard for them to react. Like if you look at what good life did, they shut down, they closed. Yeah. And, I, and I don't know, like I'm sure they're offering some strategies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like the fact that you, they got a personal call from like either you or me or one of the other coaches at the gym yeah. that they see on a daily basis. And like, you're genuinely calling them to see how they are because you know, like, Hey, I know you have a family and I know like this is something that's going to impact you. Like that goes such a long way. And I think that's why on the tail end of this, as we all struggle right now, gyms like yours or clinics, like some other clinics that I know that are more small and community yeah. based are going to skyrocket and they're going to thrive after this For whole sure. situation. At least I'm optimistic about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, me too. And I mean, our, our priority was, um, our, our coaches, like just to be honest, right. We do have quite a bit of coaches and, um, seeing that a lot of them just work at the gym. It was like, well, how can we still incorporate them in what we're doing on an online platform? So many of our coaches are still employed by us. They are still getting a paycheck, which is like, to me, the biggest win. Like that's like an entrepreneurial, just massive check for check mark for myself that made me really happy. Um, so the, I think we have three coaches right now that are working more hours than they ever have before. Um, and then just our ability to give back to the community, like with one of our programs that we're running, the prizes, uh, we were toying around with like, you know, free memberships and things like that. But what we did instead was we just bought a ton of gift cards for local, local small businesses. So whether it be local coffee shops, clothing companies, everything we can to, to give back. Um, and that's what it's about, right? Like if you show this goodwill during these really tough times, karma's karma's a B, but karma's also pretty awesome. So we're, we're, we're fingers crossed that it's going to come back and, and pay dividends for us. Yeah. For sure. And it's a learning experience for you guys too, right? Like you're, you guys are running on the fly. And I think, again, the cool part about your, your gym and, and, and the coaches like, like Will and Luke is like, you guys have been like so transparent with like us as coaches and the members of like, Hey, here's the situation. Like, here's what we're trying to do. Like even with Will, like, I know you guys just put out a podcast the other day about like the programming and the, and the thoughts behind it. And Will is like sitting there talking about how he's like, this is so new for me. Like I'm learning (laughs) on the go and like, I'm changing programming programs the day before and like all those different things. Like, it's just cool to see that the transparency that, that you guys have with this whole situation. Cause like, you don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> no, no, man. So I like, I'm more the idea guy for, for the three of us with me, Will and Luke. So when I'm doing uh, we did a Facebook live before we closed and I was saying all these things we're going to do. None of those things existed yet. I'm like, all right, boys, I just talked a big game. We, <laughs> we need to over deliver now. So we had to work our butts off in order to fulfill on what was promised. But uh, in moments like that, you, you need to be like, you need to be the rock for um, a lot of the members and, um, people need to know that they can, they like that, you know, they're in good hands that they can trust you. Yeah. What, um, what are some things you, you learned like about yourself, about the business, about even just maybe the fitness or health community in general, like already in this short period of time of like the chaos? <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. I feel like I'm always going back to just like the whole business side of things or entrepreneurial side of things, but, um, one, one thing for me is our facility is smaller, right? Um, I would say that we're probably at capacity with our facility right now in terms of how many members we have. And we, um, we'd always make the excuse that like, well, the reason we're not getting more members is because we're a smaller facility or because maybe our parking isn't ideal because we're located downtown. We'd make these excuses up. 
Now we are an online business. Let's just be honest. Everybody is. We're an online business. We have zero excuses about how many more members we can take on. We have zero excuses about how big our parking lot is. So if I'm not winning as a business or sorry, as a, as a gym in London, I have no one to blame but myself. So um, it's taken a lot of excuses off the table, which is really cool. And then um, just like the importance of having a strategy and not living, uh, not, you know, just strategizing in the moment. So it's not about being reactive. It's like, how can we be proactive in this, in this type of situation where the whole world is somewhat reactive, right? So um, you still need to have a plan in place and like, just no, no pity parties for yourself. Be that rock for someone else out there that maybe is really struggling. It's beautiful, man. <laughs> um, just to kind of, just to kind of wrap up. I mean, I would love, like, if you have any, anything that you're like, you're offering to people outside of the gym, um, it, you know, your Instagram, like uh, the podcast, like let people know where sure. they can find you or they can access things. Cause I'm sure there's people out there that are one looking for information two looking for a way to train or continue to exercise. And if you guys are offering that, I, I, I would love for you to put it out there for people. Yeah, cool. I mean, first and foremost, what I would just tell everybody is don't use this as an excuse to not move. The number one excuse we hear from people who don't want to join a gym is because they don't have time. Well, guess what? Everybody has a lot more time on their hands right now. So if you're not doing any sort of movement, now you know why. It's just you're lazy. So get off your butts and move. And don't necessarily just follow along with these workouts you're seeing on Instagram. Have a purpose behind what you're doing don't destroy your body every day. Keep that immune system nice and high. Focus on nutrition. Um, so realistically, if you want that, just follow our program. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> do, do anything. I don't really care if it's ours or someone else's, but um, what, we are, what we are offering is more of a, um, like a full online uh, coaching program that has fitness, but more importantly, has that sense of community and that aspect with nutrition as well. So um, any details on that, you can just check us out on Instagram. It's uh, M-V-M-T-S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H. So it's just movement without the vowels, strength uh, on Instagram, or you can type the same thing into Facebook. But once again, that's not a plug to just go to my business. Support local if you're listening to this in Toronto or the States or wherever. Find a local gym that needs your hand and uh, try to still support those local coffee shops, grocery stores, all that kind of stuff. Stick together. Awesome. Yeah. No, thanks a lot, Isaac, for taking the time out of your not so busy day anymore, maybe because <laughs> you don't have a gym to go to, but no, I'm sure you're still really busy, but I do appreciate you hopping on. And, yeah, man. Um, it's just feed up Friday over here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Mail it in Monday. That's it. Every day, man. <laughs> um, but no, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for coming on um, and sharing some of that insight and for, you know, continuing to put out the content and create an awesome fitness experience for, for all your members. And, and hopefully people just listening to this, whether you're a gym, uh, like a coach or own a gym or whether you're just a member at a gym can take something away, um, from, from what you had to say. So really appreciate that. Yeah. No, thanks for having me guys. Really appreciate it. Awesome. William, you got anything? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We'll buy a desk, man. Yeah. <laughs> Step number one on your isolation is to yeah. buy a desk. Get a desk. <laughs>
All right. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us at the MVMTPTs on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure you head over to iTunes, subscribe to the PT Coffee Cast. Check out the Sweat Local podcast as well. It's awesome. Lots of great content. Give them a subscription, drop them a review, share their episodes, all that good stuff. We appreciate you guys. Keep drinking your coffee. We love you. Peace.